This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Good morning, listener. It's Podcast Monday here on the Full Frontal Living Podcast. And although I haven't officially committed to Monday being the launch day of these episodes, it just seems that that's how they're naturally unfolding. So I am going to roll with it. So first, I want to thank all of you who have shared the podcast, the contest for the month of June, which is anytime you share an episode or share the Full Frontal Living podcast, you're going to be entered into a draw to win a one-to-one coaching session with me. And I'm resetting it every week. So today is Monday with this new episode. We're resetting it again. And I want to announce the winner, who is Carly Tyquin. I actually think Carly has two last names. So Carly, I'm going to reach out to you on social media to make sure that we get you on my schedule. And I'm really looking forward to meeting you in real life through the computer screen. So that is exciting. So thank you for everybody who shared. And if you want to get your name in the draw for this week's coaching session, please share, use the hashtag full frontal living podcast. If you want a bonus entry, make sure you leave a rating and a review on iTunes because that is like podcast currency. It helps other people find the podcast. So today I wanted to kind of dive into this topic that is becoming more and more important to me, more important in my life. And if you are a high achiever and an overdoer and an overthinker and uh, all the balls in the air, this episode is probably going to really resonate with you. Uh, I'm going to be speaking specifically to those of us with children, but it doesn't just extend to people with children because this can show up in all areas of our lives. Over-functioning. Over-functioning. And not only what it does to your life, but what it does to the lives of the people around you. So high-achieving men and women typically are over-functioners, and we really pride ourselves on being able to do all the things But in this podcast, because we are looking to no longer just survive and struggle through life, we want to thrive, that means we have to be mindful of all of our energy. And when we are over-functioning for other people, and when we are over-functioning in our own lives, we deplete our energy stores because we've normalized doing so much in a day that most people wouldn't see as normal. And then 
To make it worse, we're hard on ourselves because we feel like we haven't done enough, even though we're not just doing our stuff, we're doing the stuff that other people should be taking care of for themselves. So, you know, why why am I talking so much about these different behaviors that we get caught in and emotional resiliency? It's because everything that you are struggling with in your life, whether it's your relationship with your body and your weight, your money, uh, how you're relating to other people, it all comes back to trying to run away from things that are chasing you, which is your emotions and the behaviors that come out when we're trying to run away from the things that we don't want to feel. So food, your financial situation, these are all just symptoms of a bigger problem. So we can't really tackle the bigger problem until we've looked at the behaviors and the emotions that are driving the behaviors. So, you know, weight loss is an inside-out job. Creating more financial wealth and abundance is an inside-out job. Creating more success in your business is an inside-out job. Creating healthier relationships, you got it, it's an inside-out job. And that is so hard for my high-functioning, high-achievers to wrap their brains around because we're so conditioned in the thinking and the doing And to make radical transformation in your life requires that you get out of your head and that you start getting into acknowledging and feeling your feelings. So talking about over-functioning today and what it does in your life and why specifically I'm talking about this. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm a mom of three boys. two of which are very close to being grown adults. I've got one who's 19. He's out, you know, doing life now. And I can't even begin to tell you how interesting it is to have him earning his own money and un- under his own benefits. And, you know, he he came home a couple of weeks ago and he's like, mom, I got my teeth fixed and I still had to pay the money. I was like, yes, you did. Welcome to what it's like to be a grown-up. And noticing my reaction of wanting to take care of that bill for him and then stopping and saying, wait a minute, this is not my responsibility. This is his responsibility. And by me paying for him, that actually isn't helpful. So some of you might be gasping, like, what are you talking about, Lisa? So One of the biggest disservices we do to our children is by helping them too much. So yes, we are here to love and support and nurture our children, but so many men and women get into overdoing for our kids. We think for them. We do the things for them. um, And I want to talk to you about what that creates in them, because this is a bit of a dynamic that my husband and I have had to overcome. I am a recovering overfunctioner, which means I would do all the things. I would make all the lunches. I would do all the grocery shopping. I would pay all the bills. Like I would make all the arrangements. Basically, I handled all the things 
because on an unconscious level, I didn't think that anybody else would get it right or do it as well as I could. Also, what I had to come to terms with as I was unraveling this behavior for myself was I was deriving a certain amount of my self-worth and my importance out of being important. And I want you to ask yourself, who would you be if you weren't taking care of everybody, if you weren't doing all the things for everybody else? And why specifically do you believe that other people can't take care of themselves? So I want you to ponder that. Because what happens is when we're over-functioning for other people, we teach them to under-function. So if you're sitting there thinking, I have no time, I have no energy, I'm exhausted, I'm burnt out, I have so many things to do. If I told you to eliminate half of the things on your plate and hand them back to everybody else, so get your kids to make their own lunches. Yes, they're capable. Teach them. Uh, Ask your husband to do the grocery shopping. Yeah, he can do that, ladies. He's quite capable of it. You may need to like walk him through the store so he doesn't come home with a bunch of crap you don't need, but the truth is he's capable of it. Your kids can help out with laundry, with cleaning, all of the things. You don't have to take it on yourself and then play the martyr role. Okay, this is what overfunctioners do. So we do all the things. We derive a certain amount of self-worth and importance from it. We don't even recognize that's what we're doing. And then we, we find ourselves exhausted. But on the flip side, here's the gift that you're giving your children by doing that. You're basically teaching them how to underfunction, and a term that is referred to as learned helplessness. So I've said in previous episodes that we teach people how to treat us, which is true. We do. We teach people how to treat us. But we also teach people what they are or aren't capable of. And if you're doing all the things for your kids all the time, in essence, you're robbing them of their ability to know that they are more than capable of doing things on their own. So as they get older, they don't know how to make their own lunches. They don't know how to pay their own bills. They don't know how to go get groceries on their own. They don't know how to make simple decisions in life that will move the needle forward for them because they haven't been taught critical thinking. So in my life, because I'm the over-functioner, by me doing all the things, I was exhausting myself and I was robbing my family of knowing that they were capable of doing things on their own. Now, my husband is typically an under-functioner, right? So we were attracted to each other. I got to take care of him and do all the things and he got to do less. So while he was going through his recovery and I was going through my recovery, I had to learn to stop doing so much and trust that he could do it. And that was seriously uncomfortable for me, right? Because the controller in me wanted to control. The doer in me wanted to do. What was I, you know, I said I wanted all this extra time, but the truth was I didn't know how to be present with my extra time. It made me uncomfortable. So he's had to learn how to step up to the plate and do more. Guess what? 
I took him to the grocery store. I showed him all the things that we eat. And now he can go to the grocery store on his own. Even better, we order our groceries online now and pick them up. He knows how to log into the website to make that happen if I need his help. So over-functioners, we need to learn that it's okay and it's safe to ask for help. And under-functioners, we need to teach them that they can actually rise up and do more than they think they can. Your kids will thank you for the fact that they're capable and self-sufficient. And when you have adult children and they're still coming to you, asking you all the questions, it won't be so endearing. So although you might feel helpful when they're little, giving them the answers and making life easier for them, as they get older, you're making life harder for them. And you're making life harder for yourself because now your children are going to grow into dependent adults. And they are going to operate from this place of learned helplessness. And that is not sexy, right? We want to grow empowered children that aren't afraid to make mistakes, that aren't afraid to make choices, that know that they'll figure it out, that they can do hard things. We want to still teach them that it's okay to ask for help, but there's a difference between supporting someone versus doing it for them. So only you can check in and see what side of that line you're standing on. Are you overdoing for people? Are you overfunctioning? Are you believing that they can't do it themselves? Or are you asking them questions? Well, I don't know. What would you do in this situation? Do you want to make this choice or do you want to make this choice? We don't need to have the answers for people. Everybody comes onto this planet with the tools and the resources to create a life for themselves. I don't know what's better for you, but as overfunctioners, we like to believe that we know what's best and we don't know what's best. So I hope on this episode, it's kind of short and sweet today, I want you to look back and see in your life where you are over-functioning, where you can start doing a little bit less, where you can stop taking over things for other people. Because you know what? Let's say you get your husband to do the laundry and he folds the clothes and he does a crappy job. Big deal. At least they're folded. Right? Are you willing to let go because that's going to give you back your time and that's going to give you back your energy? And it's going to leave him feeling empowered that he's more than capable of doing a good job. Other people can do a good job. It might not be the same as you would do it, but that doesn't mean it's not a good job. So, you know, as I head into this week where my second son is graduating, he'll be 18 in December. I'm really proud of the man he's grown into, and I'm really proud of how self-sufficient he can be. He also knows how to ask for help, um, and he's really learned how to be an advocate for himself. And I've learned that my kids will still thrive, even if I'm not doing all the things for them, and that I'm still an important part of their lives, even if I'm not doing all the things for them, that I still matter to them that I don't have to earn that, 
by juggling all the balls for them or holding their hand through everything. Because I know my kids will come and talk to me if there is something going on that they really do need my perspective with. Not because they're looking for me to save them, but because they're looking for me to hold space for them while they work through what the best solution is for them. And I let them find that solution because they truly do have the answers that they need to find to have a full, healthy, happy life. And I trust that they'll find them. So short and sweet today. Hopefully this was helpful. Share it out. If you know somebody who you see is over-functioning for everybody and everybody else around them is like kicking back and putting their feet up and complaining about the fact that, you know, everybody around them is kicking back their feet because this is what happens, right? We over-function, then we complain that nobody else is showing up and doing things, but we won't give them the space to do it. I want you to share this episode with them because just hearing this different perspective and how they're hurting more than they're helping might be transformational, not just in their lives, but in the lives of the people that they're having relationships with. So make sure you use the hashtag Full Frontal Living podcast, share it out, and you'll be entered to win the draw for a coaching session with me on our next episode. This is going on for the entire month of June. Also, I'm getting really close to launching these masterclass coaching sessions. They're going to be small, intimate group coaching sessions. And we're going to be diving into topics like overfunctioning and wanting to control everything and you know, our monkey minds, like why we can't get our minds to be quiet and why we why we can't slow down and why we're exhausted all the time. So if you're interested in signing up and being part of those classes, you can simply go to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash FFL for Full Frontal Living hyphen masterclass. Get your name on the list. And as soon as I open the doors to that, um, you'll have all the details. And of course, if you're looking to work with me one-on-one, you can apply through my website at lisacarpenter.ca. So until next week, take good care of you. Remember, you need to be your number one priority in your life. You need to matter most. Self-care is not something that we do. It's who we're being. <laughs>